What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Rebunked. My name is Scott, coming at you live from the Last American Vagabond Studios here in historic Franklin, Tennessee. You guys, I got all kinds of crazy awesome stuff coming up. Uh, if you guys listen to AM Wake Up, the show with Steve Poikinen, uh, they do T-Lab Tuesday. So Ryan, uh, you know, editor-in-chief here at the Last American Vagabond was on with them, and he dropped some uh, dropped some information saying that like uh, Rebunked is going to be kind of incorporated in a more official capacity with T-Lab. Uh, sounds like I'm going to be doing some like man-on-the-street stuff with them, and so stay tuned. Uh, I wasn't going to say anything because we haven't like kind of worked out all the details, but Ryan spilled the beans. <laughs> this morning on uh, AM Wake Up, so I was super excited to hear that. So stay tuned, everybody. We got some big stuff coming your way. But uh, guys, I got an awesome episode tonight. I'm really, really, really happy to have my good friend Matt Baker on, and I can say that genuinely because we had the coolest time ever in Austin. I'm sure we're just gonna be broing out for about an hour or so about all that. We got all kinds of awesome stuff to talk about. But first, but first, if you guys uh, want to support the work that goes on here, because there's a lot of work that goes on here, and uh, you know. Some of it's just, you know, sweat labor. Some of it's financial stuff, you know, it costs a little bit to keep the lights on around here. But all that to say, it, I just want to show you a few different ways that you can support the show. Actually, it's funny. I, let me refresh this because I just updated the website while I was waiting for this. So the website's rebunked.news. So rebunked.news, go there. There'll be a pop-up where you can sign up for the email list. Please do that. That way you can get emails about when I go live, when I have a, a new, like any announcements or anything like that. Um, right at the top, um, I just added this, the value for value for value donation option, Rebunk News, Give, Send, Go. Bam. If you want to find a link to that, Rebunk.News, you'll find the link. Takes you to the Give, Send, Go. I put this up just to have another way for you guys to contribute. If you if it's in your heart to donate, you know, if you get any value out of the show, it's a great way to return that value. So just uh, po posted that up there the other day. So go check it out. Um, if you want a little bit more return for your investment, we have the shirt shop. We got a few different designs. Can't depopulate an idea. Compliance is violence. We are many. They are few. I see false flags. Um, all kinds of good designs. So go check it out. Um, there's a link to it on the website again, rebunk.news or rebunk.news forward slash shirts. Um, if you want to sign up for a reoccurring donation, like even like five bucks a month, you can do that on Subscribestar, subscribestar.com forward slash rebunked. Um, let's see, back to the website real quick. So we're on all these video platforms right now. We're live on Rockfin and Rumble. And then that gets uploaded to Infowars, Band.Video, BitChute, and Odyssey. Um, also, subscribe on all your podcast players. So we're also on like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. So you can listen on the go. Um, I, I usually post, like, so you'll see if you go on there. There's like, if I go on another person's show, I'll usually post that at least audio only. So you'll see a bunch of audio episodes that aren't necessarily on Rockfin or some of these other video platforms. So definitely make sure you're subscribed to get the full rebunked experience. And then uh, social media wise, Telegram is the best way to follow the show, t.me forward slash rebunked pod. And then also at the bottom of the page, there's several other value for value donation options, including like crypto, debit, credit, all that good stuff. All right, guys, almost done, almost done. So bear with me here. So Truth TRS, truthtrs.com is a heavy metal detox spray that absorbs and eliminates all the heavy metals that accumulate in your body. It's a fantastic product. I've used it uh, quite a bit over the last couple of years, and it's definitely a game changer. So truthtrs.com to learn more about that. And then of course, uh, our affiliate sponsor, Autonomy. So Richard Grove, he was on the show uh, a couple months ago, like one of my, you know, all-time bucket list interviews, you know, super grateful to the whole team over there, Tony, LD, 
uh, James, like everybody in there in the autonomy community that just crushes. And if you guys want to learn more about how to get more independence and autonomy in your life, if you click the link in the episode description, it'll take you to this website. You could go through what they call the obstacle course to see if autonomy is a good fit for you. So, all right, that's all the business, you guys. Thank you so much for all that, sticking with me. But uh, I'm going to bring in our guest here, my good friend, Matt Baker from San Diego. Matt, what is going on, dude? Oh, man, it's good seeing you again. It's seems like only yesterday we were just swimming in Barton Creek, having the time of our lives, huh? <laughs> exactly. Well, we were swimming in Rob Dew's swimming pool. What is up with that? Yeah. What dimension we, are we living in? We're, we were smoking a joint in Rob Dew's swimming pool talking about quantum physics. <laughs> yeah, that was that, was, uh, that, that really was happened with Frank Kavanaugh. With Frank from Kavanaugh. <laughs> Yeah, that was the best. Like standing on the uh the little structure, that little outbuilding, you know, like standing on the roof, like just it was like yeah, yeah, like a little. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a, it's not an outhouse, but it's like a little little shack he's got built yeah. up there, and he's got like a <clears throat> it's turned it into kind of observation deck, and he's got yeah. a little property out there, and we were imagining the future. Yep, one toke at a time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we'll see. Maybe I'll get to go out there and help him build some stuff if I'm lucky. That'd be awesome, man. So. So for those of you that don't know, I mean, you guys have heard me talk a little bit about the trip, but uh, Matt was my uh, my sidekick, my road dog down there in uh, in Austin, Texas. And uh, I you thought know, you were my sidekick. Okay, yes, no, no I was your, no, <laughs> your sidekick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so we uh, we we shared a hotel and a rental car, and somehow his laundry ended up in my bag. I don't know how that happened. So I'm representing his uh, Namaste. Yeah shirt so there you go i figured i'd wear it here here i was like dude i can i need to mail this back to you and you're like oh just keep it it's cool so anyway but yeah thank you no, man. man so wear it, wear it proudly that's, wear that's it proudly. got all of that's got all of our little buddies on it klaus yeah. schwab bill gates fauci rockefeller who else we got on there oh yeah um Soros. Explain, explain the genesis of it explain like the same well basically actually well nama slay um I, what happened was i was making a music video <clears throat> was mind controlled major scam video and when i was yeah. doing the sound for it a guy had a picture of um of um kali on his wall mm -hmm. and uh and so i just saw the the thing with the heads and i was like man i just wish those heads were fauci and bill gates and those guys and so i hit up this guy in england actually um i forget what his handle is but i'll, I'll, I'll figure it out maybe put it he's a great artist and he and he rendered it for me so it was basically an idea that i gave gave him and then he rendered it for me and i put out the shirts namaste so it's like because it's kind of yoga like but then yeah. you're slaying at the same time so <laughs> it's just kind of giving the doing some predictive programming for the universe to be like so just in case you felt like you know having a deity come down and, and, and meet out some justice on these bastards, then, you know, these are your guys. I yeah, need to right. add uh, Noah Harari on there is actually yeah. going to be, that's going to be a limited edition shirt because I'm actually going to add Noah's head on there in the next There you one. go. Perfect, man. That's awesome. I love it. So uh, before we get too far into it, I want to do one quick other shout out. So we have a mutual friend, Bung Yucks from Eugene, Oregon. So he's a good dude, man. I've hung out with him many times. Like we were involved together in the Freedom Cell movement. Um, you guys, here's his stickers. High Align Glass. Give him a follow, okay? So he sent me this awesome care package. And I just want to show you guys some of the stuff and like just a super good dude. And just like, you know, this is, you know, when we're talking like value for value, you know, this is part of that value for value, dude. He sent me. You know, he sent me a nice little care package. You know, I was able to put some gas money in there, but like, you know, just little like so this little magnet design thing. But he's also a glass blower. So I know Matt, you're kind of in that realm as well. Um, mm -hmm. but like he sent me like this little like necklace. And so this is my favorite though. He sent me a few of these. 
it's kind of hard to tell in the thing, but they're a little, little head. Guy, yeah, I can see little, a little head. They're a uh, guy Fox masks, you know, like the anonymous guy oh, Fox sick. mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At first, I thought it was like a Joker, and I was like, whoa, what is this? But, uh, but yeah, it's like if you look. Uh, oh, oh, I can see the mustache. I see the mustache. the mustache and everything. Are they? Yeah, are they? Is it like a stamp that he has? Is are they exactly the same as one another, or do they look no like they're hand rendered? No, because they're different sizes. Know. They're different oh, sizes. Oh, no. So he's he's yeah. physically he's physically yeah. doing them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, dude, it was badass. Nice. And, then, and then this, I've never seen this before. You'll get a kick out of this, like a pen pen holder. So yeah, yeah. Made out so. of glass. Actually, th there's a good story about because I I actually uh, got some stuff from from him too. Yeah. And this this is uh, it's kind of a thing about money, and and so they have instead of like cryptocurrencies, they have these mm. art coins that they're putting out. It's actually um, Marcel Braun. He's he's mm. huge. Uh, he's like super OG glassblower. And he's kind of taken to just making these massive uh, millies where they mash together giant chunks of glass. And then they, they heat, he has, he has his own kilns and his own glory holes. So he's his own glory hole. That's where you heat the glass up. But oh. it, it's normally for what's called soft glass. But in the pipe making world, we use borosilicate, which is a type of like Pyrex, basically. But they've managed to batch it where they've got colored versions. So it has a higher thermal ability. Anyway, so all glass blowers in the modern parlance, we tend to want to use borosilicate glass. So having these glass millies actually was an ancient form of money back in the day. And uh, so these are actually slices. You, you can't really quite see it there. Um, but they're slices. If you look up Marcel Braun, a starship in every garage, his idea is to make these because they're they're limited. See, so that when they, yeah. they pull these chunks out, it's like rock candy. And as you slice each individual slice, it has the same picture all throughout. Oh, nice. so, but there'll only be, let's say, 200 or whatever slices in in each pull and each pull is exactly the same and there's there's no way you could you could uh you could uh, fabricate it or counterfeit it and if you could then oh. you know <laughs> yeah. good for you because i'd pay the equivalent amount for account it would be harder to counterfeit it and make it exactly the same being glass uh anyway so they've done like starry night and the, this one he sent me is actually uh starry night with the Edvard Munch, the scream, you know, the patented scream. Yeah, so yeah. Like a collaboration. And now he has other artists that come up that are like, you know, more visual artists um, that will throw down on grab chunks of glass and, and make basically like a giant glass mosaic. And then he will mush it together in, and, and squish it into these sausages. And then they actually have like a, um, like a, a, a lift that you would paint on, like a power lift. Yeah. And it's like, and they will stretch the glass vertically and then they'll slice Whoa. it and they polish it. A lot goes into it. That's and wild. It's got, a, got a real true value to it. <clears throat> It'd oh, be awesome if, if, if we could uh, all have money that was actually worth something. And, uh, you know, the, the time and the effort that goes into these things is, is awesome. It's a, it's a great yeah. thing, a great support he, of the art. He sent me one too. So like, he was trying to explain it to me. And so I'm like, okay, okay, that makes sense. You know, I think that's, uh, uh I dig it, man. So um, let's see. So, mm -hmm. I've actually got um, several of them, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So, um, let's see. So, okay, hold on. I was just checking something. There, my bad. <laughs> all right, so, uh, man. So, dude, we got all kinds of stuff to catch up on since we even last hung out. So, you, uh, so Matt, you kind of blew up on the scene. Was that really just a year ago? Was that twenty twenty one? 
Uh, the yeah, first time it was, almost, it was almost exactly a year ago yeah. from, the, from okay. the second one there. It was kind of like my anniversary to go back there yeah. and, That's and, awesome. and face them again. So, but funnily remember- enough, so they, uh, you know, it was perfect timing because, you know, they've just declared uh, monkeypox is now is now an emergency here in San Diego, yeah. too. So we've we've now yeah. and they and every month they recertify the COVID emergency. So we're still in the COVID emergency, and then now they've got a whole nother emergency. So so if they ever want to let the one go, they're because they use these emergency um, declarations to give themselves emergency powers, and then also they use them to gather emergency funds that they then just shuffle around and put in all their programs with all their crony buddies, or they use them to push through basically a world economic forum BS. The guy mm-hmm. uh, who I was yelling at there, Nathan Fletcher in the piece, uh, he's actually uh, brags about going to Davos. He's got pictures on his, really? on his Facebook where he's like, I'm at Davos at zero degrees or here at the world economic forum. If you go to the world economic forum website, he's got a profile on there. Wow. And basically anything, any globalist um, BS that they want to push out, he, they're, they're there to put it on the agenda and push it through. For example, I'll just go into this real quick. I've been telling, I've been putting this out for a lot of people. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, remember how they were trying to push the pandemic treaty and it was going to be the world health organization was going to supersede all constitutions on planet earth. Do you remember that yep. thing? That yep. they oh yeah. To get through? Yep. And so that thing was actually, put it was written you know back in i forget it was like 72 or something like that so people like oh it's been around it's like yeah but we weren't beholden to it they wrote the piece of paper but nobody was actually signed on to it and didn't sign over their sovereignty to it so they have a bunch of these different programs and for example this is another one that they veil in these in these nice things and the climate change things are just the same you know all those paris accords and everything it's all the same thing they're just getting you to sign over your sovereignty of either your your state, your country, your local, uh, you know, town or whatever it is, they're gonna they're gonna have these treaties and each individual area sign on and basically you sign away your rights to this uh, world governing body. For example, CEDAW, C E D C E D A W, and it's the Convention on Eliminating All Forms of Discrimination Against Women. And it sounds so nice, you know, but the thing is, is if you actually look into it and read into it, so they, they don't even know what women even... are, dude. They don't even know what women are. Dude. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we'll okay. get to that. Cause we'll actually that's, that. That, that, that's another part that's, uh, ah, okay. so, uh, some of my, some of the, uh, local freedom fighters, uh, this, this, uh, girl in, in particular, um, she, she was, was bringing that up that now they're actually saying, well, it's all forms against discrimination against women, including transgender. So now they're using it to this international treaty to now be like, Oh, well, see, now you said you were going to be, you said you were going to protect all forms of discrimination against women. Then that means trans women. You know, like, wait, no, we didn't sign up for that. Like, no, you did. Cause that's a woman now. And that's what we say, because they're the board. You're not, and you don't get to vote for these guys. So, what they do is is with this with this treaty if it if it goes if it fully enacts they're like they're implementing it and again this is a treaty that was invented back in the 80s or something people are like oh that's old it's like yeah but we never signed it so these guys are they're they sign it and they implement it i don't think the actual nuts and bolts have gone into play yet but what it actually says if you read the treaty it actually says that each individual area now has to do a report card 
back to the United Nations on the CEDAW board, the World Governing Helping Women board, you now have to report to them how many women you have working for you, how old they are, how healthy they are, how much they're getting paid, how much off time they're getting, if they're getting maternity leave, blah, 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 blah. And so basically now you can't. You can't just run a business and now have to deal with the IRS. Now you're actually running a business if they get their way, which they're trying, which they're trying to implement it. And this is what it does is you each individual local business is now going to have to like placate and send off report cards to these governing bodies. And if you don't follow, they're like, they'll, they send you back recommendations. They're like, Oh, it looks like you need to hire a couple more women there, buddy. And if you're like, well, we're not going to do it, then you get fined. And so now you're getting fined by – now there's a world tax you're paying to this world governing body. Anyway, I would suggest anybody out there because they slide this stuff in. You hear it's like, oh, yes, yeah, so for helping women. That sounds good. And if you look into it, it's like you're just signing away your sovereignty again. And once mm -hmm. they get that knife in you, they just keep twisting. And the next thing you know, they're like, well, we don't – you know, you're actually hurting future women because your global warming footprint is too high and this and that. So, yeah. you know, CEDAW, C-E-D-A-W, I would look that up in your local area and see if your uh, politicians are implementing the same thing because usually this kind of stuff goes across the board. Yeah, man. It's pretty crazy. So I – uh like between like that, all that social justice stuff and then the climate stuff, you know, that's kind of very much hand in hand. I could definitely see how, you know, these two agendas are so interlinked. And I had like my first kind of like, ah, I don't know, like just like pain in my stomach the other day when I was hearing some reporting on some of this stuff. And it's like, to me, I was, I, I see it as even more nefarious because this is going to be a level of control and uh that's going to be flexed upon the whole of humanity in a way that we've never seen before like particularly with the climate stuff and it's going to be like you know they 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 were going to they position themselves as having like the moral high ground as they say and so they're therefore unilaterally able to do anything across the board and to me it's almost scarier because like with covid at least we could be like oh hey you know what like we i you know here's the medical studies. Here's the bullshit. Like we can, we can, it was so much easier to like point out the inconsistencies and so much, but, but this, uh, this other thing is so nebulous climate, climate change, climate change, climate, climate or just social stuff, discrimination. Like, like it, it's so nebulous that there's no way to like, there's almost no way to fight it. They've come up with this perfect ingenious system to just completely capture the entire human race. And there's really like no, nothing we could push back on. Like there's nothing there of substance to push back on. It's crazy. It's really, really, I don't know if that makes sense, but like with COVID, it was very clear. We can go into medical studies. We could talk about like fair and cleavage sites. We could talk about like, like MRNA technology. There's specific things we could hit, but with this, there's really nothing to like latch onto and like get any sort of like dig in on, you know what I mean? And I just felt like this, like, I felt this like, like, like kind of just ugh, kind of sinking feeling when I was listening to this coverage. I'm like, dude, they got us checkmated with this one, you know? So therefore, yeah, we got to just pull back and like, just, Go back to the basics, man. Like build our communities and like like become as far removed from their stupid little dying system as possible. So I don't know. I don't know, man. What are, what are your thoughts on all that? Well, I mean, I've definitely got thoughts on it. <laughs> um, so there there actually is. I mean, the thing is, is the COVID thing was in your face, and they were like coming at you like you must do this right now. So that yeah. they were putting so much pressure on the physical people that it caused such a backlash. Whereas the, these these ones they're doing it's it's incremental, mm. so they're like slowly bringing a few more drag queens in and slowly <laughs> one or two girls, or, or guys are becoming you know cutting their dicks off, 
-hmm. And then slowly some girls cut their tits off. And then slowly just a couple of rolling blackouts. Maybe we're just going to do some flex alerts and this and that. Just a couple of uh, you know, electric mm -hmm. vehicles. Just some. We're just giving you an incentive to put some solar panels on your roof. And but it's a set in the in the grand scheme of things, I would have to disagree. And I think basically you you've called out the problem. And I was not completely on my toes about it, but the, but there is a way. Mm -hmm. And so there are there are. It's basically talking points. It's all the information warfare battle, and and we won the information warfare in COVID because it COVID, was so, oh, yeah. because we oh, had no. our talking points and we had our our parts. So, for example, I don't know if you're familiar with, but the the Vostok ice core samples, right? Mm -hmm. Like this yeah, is yeah. not my number one thing, but the Vostok ice core samples say that the CO2 was higher back in the day, and then because of the ice core samples, they can actually test what kinds of pollen are in the ice cores, right? So they mm -hmm. take these ice cores and they say this, it's like rings of, a, rings of a tree and they can cut down and go, okay, so they pull them out of this Vostok Lake, which is, is this ancient lake. I think it's in Russia. And uh, so they got thousands and thousands of years of layers and you can see a layer because it will be like summer pollen, summer pollen, summer pollen, summer pollen, all these different summer pollens. And then the different pollens would be based on the different heats and temperatures of that, you know, like if it's a, this particular pollen, that would indicate that the temperature is this 80 degrees. And if you've got like more like Nordic plants growing, then, it, you know, you can tell like if there's more palm tree, uh, palm, if there's palm tree frond stuff in there, you can tell it's hotter. If there's spruce, then you can tell it's colder. Anyway, so they actually have it like pretty well figured out in, in basically trying to figure out the temperatures, trust the science. Mm -hmm. But, um, so you can actually go through and not only did it find that the, that the CO2 was way more back in the day, it also actually found out that the temperature was raising ahead of the CO2. Mm. So the temperature would raise without human beings being on the planet. And that in turn would cause a CO2. They would notice in the, in the successive rings of ice that it would then cause an uptick in maybe because you know, animal life is getting more more pumped up as it's warmer. There's becoming more animals putting out more CO2. But CO2 is also not dangerous. And CO2 plants love. Anybody who grew up in Oregon must know how to grow weed. And <laughs> your plants freaking love CO2, okay? Yeah. And what are, what do we do with all this CO2? Well, the, the plants eat it. And then guess what they put out? Oxygen. So CO2 is a total BS thing. And the global warming aspect of it is also what we have to realize is solar cycles and a lot of people have said solar cycles and 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 uh and uh solar winds and even our position you know i don't know if you're a flat earther i can't help you but our position in the in the in the galactic area different areas of, of space are warmer than others there's just more matter there or less matter and so you could be just going around in a galactic circle and you just happen to be closer to five trillion stars a little bit and you're you're getting more energy so mm -hmm. a lot of these cycles have nothing to do and with with uh mankind and i mean honestly the pollution aspect and the, and the plastics and the water and the um the chemtrails and the bioengineering is a real fucking problem that mm -hmm. is outweighs a trillion to one these yeah. other things so oh, basically absolutely. i think what we what we got to learn is 
we got to get our talking points down. We got to realize this is the new freaking info battle. We got to switch gears from COVID. We keep, keep our, you know, sword sharp on that in case it pops back up. We can bitch slap it back down with our, with our facts. But there are actually so many facts against this global warming crap, including like how much energy actually does it take to create these batteries and where does the actual energy come from? It's just another thing where we just have to keep getting in their face with the exactly. narrative, you that's, know, that's, and it's eventually. That's that's where yeah. it all falls apart right there, man, is the, the just the, like, okay, so where is this stuff coming from? How much energy are you using? How many, how much slave labor are you using? How many child, how many children are you exploiting for this? Like, that's, that's really where we hit it home. Like, and again, who's, who's pushing it? So here's another factoid for you in your info uh, quiver. <clears throat> Al Gore, the guy who brought us the fact that, you know, the ice caps are melting and we're going to be five feet under sea level right now. All these predictions that they made, just like COVID, they always show you a graph like this. They say you're here and the graph is going like this. And so if we don't do something, you're going to be here. This is what they always do. The graph never goes like this in their mind. It's never, there's never a flux. It's always, we're all running. It's like saying, Oh, silver's going up. It's just going to keep going up forever. It's like, now it goes up and then let's sell. And then go up and it goes down. So that's the way the climate works that's the way you know sicknesses go and everything but they always have this hockey stick where it just goes off into infinity and they just keep pointing at like the curve we're gonna flatten the curve so none of that happened so the and also the great barrier reef is even in mainstream news growing at its highest rate that it's been in the last 20 years right now so um another thing is that um al gore and all his predictions not only were they wrong but he owns the company. It's called the the one guy's name is something blood. I forget. What oh his yeah. First blood and gore. Is. Blood and gore. Blood yep. and gore. Like who comes up with that? What do you want to call it? Blood and gore. Sounds good. All yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, you're like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Blood and gore. Really? You want to go with that? Can we, how about we just do something else? How about Alan Dave's carbon credits? So they <laughs> yeah. own all the, you know, all the freaking carbon credits. So it's just like Fauci and all these people pushing the vaccines. They're the ones making the money off it. They're the ones pushing it. They're the ones pointing to the graphs. And then meanwhile, they all own property on sea level and freaking Martha's Vineyard. No one's buying it. And then why would they be buying property down there and spending trillions of dollars if they thought it was going to flood? If mm-hmm. anything, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they probably know something we don't. And it's probably, it might drop for a while and they'll end up with a freaking 30 acre front yard that they just come up on because they happen to be on the beachfront. So Again, we just need to go through. We need to start brushing up on the. And actually, yeah. it's a call to everyone, to myself too, because this is old yeah. stuff. You know, we were back when El Gore was gone. I had my, I had my stuff a little bit faster. But you know, any of us, when we get a chance to be on a podcast, let's do a little bit of research before. Yep. Let's brush up on our skills. Let's yep. dust off some memes and and let's get back in the war, man. You know. Yep. And so yep. and the trans stuff. You want to talk about trans stuff? Not really, but that's okay. Nobody does, but I mean, again, it's just another narrative war that we have to win. So there's just today, uh, this this girl uh, testified in front of the Congress about how she got, you know, the hormone blockers Mm -hmm. and she got her tits cut off. And uh, and then she realized that she didn't want to be a a man anymore. Now she went back to a woman. She can never, you know, breastfeed kids and she's mm. messed up her, her body for life and she's crying and it's horrible. And they always tell these people, well, 
wouldn't you rather have a son that's alive than a dead daughter? Like if your daughter wants to become a guy, that's what they say. But meanwhile, these uh, people who transition are, I think, at least five times. I forget the exact number. Another one of these things we need to brush up on is uh, at least five times more likely to commit suicide. I mean, you're imagine you're in a weird place and you're a teenager, which we've all been. You're you're all like, oh, do I look good enough? Do, I've got zits. Am I too fat? Am I this and that? And then now people are like, oh, well, maybe you just need to cut your dick off and you'll feel better. You're like, and you start getting in all your friends are like, yeah, you're going to cut your dick off. This is going to be awesome, man. You're one of us. You start waving the rainbow flags. You're at the top of the flow. You're the cool guy, a girl, whatever you want to be at the time. And then, and then a few years go by and you go, wait, my life still sucks and I have no cock. You yeah. look down at this mutilated thing that you've done to yourself, chopping off your tits and your cock. And you're like, what have I done? And if that doesn't make you want to just fucking shoot yourself in the head, you know, yeah. what will? And, and, I mean, they want to blame us. Like they would say, like, not us. They just want to say bigotry and hatred and abuse and violence towards them is what's driving them to suicide. It's like, dude, think about it. Think about it. Exactly what you just that that picture that you just laid out is exactly it. It's like eventually the fog will lift, you know, exactly what you described. Like I'm, I'm making permanent choices and permanent changes in my life to fix some short term thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know all about that. I know all about big ear piercings, and now you have a clit for an ear. Yeah. You know, later on in life, you're like, eh, I probably shouldn't have done that. Maybe I'll get it sewn up. It's like, dude, I have no dick. Yeah. This sucks. Yeah. I mean, one of the few pleasures in life. <laughs> you're going to be having a really shitty day, and you're like, well, at least I got a dick. <laughs> exactly. It could be the worst day I've ever had in my life. It could be at least I've got a dick. Thank you. Thank yeah, you, God. Go Thank piss on a fence somewhere. Dude. Now you can't even piss on a fence. Are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Dude, you one can't even write your name in the snow. You can't even write your name in the snow. Yeah. It's not <laughs> okay. good, man. Don't uh, do I it. stole that joke. I stole a joke from Owens. Uh, oh, also, I, I was going to do a piece on this, but this is another thing we need to start putting out there. Like, you got to look up the, the pictures of these surgeries that they do. Holy oh, no. shit. No worries. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got to put it out there. I want to actually go to these trans uh, meetings and stuff and just hold up. There's actually one that's supposed to be coming here, uh, San Diego, uh, and it's going to be around Halloween. It's going to be like family friendly uh, drag, drag queen story time. And it's put on. It's 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 like one of its one of its. Uh, um, what do you call it? People that pay for the event. Um, sponsor? Sponsors. Yeah. yeah. One of the sponsors is, uh, see, I don't know. Cause I don't have any sponsors, but <laughs> yeah, me neither. people, people that put on this thing is a, is a transgender surgery clinic. So they're oh, there like, geez. Hey, yeah. You're like future fucking whack jobs. who have cut their cocks off. And you look at these surgeries online, man. It is grotesque. They cut like crazy. skin off of your oh, leg geez. for the adedictomies for the women and then they have like this silicone rubber blob and they wrap your skin around it and they sew it up and it is just not a dick and then they go you have these teachers going oh well, what don't what what does it matter you can always go back it's like you can cut your dick off and then go back like oh i'm a woman and then you go back dude imagine what a mutilated mess it's going to be after the second go around I mean, yeah. bad enough a woman going to a man, but a man that lops it off and then goes to a woman and then tries to fucking get another addict to me. It's like, <laughs> you know, 
Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, so I was listening to the no agenda show, which is uh required listening. Do you ever listen to no agenda? You know what I'm talking about? I, I'm supposed to, it's, it's on okay. my homework list, well, but I, mean, that's, I, that's I, how I got connected with Rob do cause he's a big no agenda fan. Like, uh, but anyway, so they they usually Tim, have like Tim Curry, best, right? Tim Curry, yeah, so, Adam Curry, Adam Curry, Adam Curry. Yeah, they, they usually have like really good up to the minute uh, information. And this last week, Adam was saying he was talking to like a medical insider, and they were saying how each, so the medical industry in general. I mean, this is like all there's a whole bunch of different entities involved, and in, and in, anytime someone goes in for a procedure, you know, insurance pays out a lot of this stuff because a lot of it's subsidized through the state, you know, and a lot of this is just like you know whether it's state or insurance payouts. He said that per person, for each individual person that goes through this transition, it's $7 million. $7 million they profit per person. So I never even thought of it in that in those terms. Like it's literally profit-driven. It's a, So the more people that they can indoctrinate into going through those, they make $7 million a head. That's, that's one beach yeah. house yeah. Per, per person. Yep. Per, per so, person you mutilate. I mean, there are some people that might be – we'll get off this in a minute. We'll get back into our other topics. But, but – uh. One person might do it because they love money and that yeah. that's, they're just like, hey, I don't give a fuck. I'll, I'll do this surgery and mutilate this kid. But man, there's got to be a, a large percentage of people that want to cut little children's genitals yeah. off yeah. that are sick in the fucking head. Could yeah. you imagine the mindset of someone that wants to grab a little boy and go, well, there was that, there was that one make lady. a little vagina for uh, them. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, you know, there was that social media post that kind of like got a whole bunch of flack or whatever. That one lady, I didn't even see it. I heard a couple of people talking about it, but the lady was right. like, Oh, I only got to cut off four tits this week. Oh, I'm so bummed, or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? You hear about that? Oh, geez. But I yeah, don't know, no. but, but if they, but I, you know, I want two dicks. If I'm going anywhere, I'm going to two dicks. That's <laughs> yeah, Oh, man. an extra dick because uh, then I can, you know, if I don't like the extra dick, I can cut it off and I'm back at square one. But you know, there you go. oh man, that's <laughs> I, I have enough problems with just one, dude. I, have, I want, I want, I want to be the first guy with trouble, two dicks. Bro. That's yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm going for it. I identify as a gangbang. <laughs> okay, all right, Matt. So you've been on the show several times. I've had you on both of the shows I've done. We play your clip loud and proud, but now we have a new one to add to the collection. So this is. This is the one-year anniversary rant back. It's a little more incendiary, I would say. But everybody saw your first one, but we're going to play your most recent at the San Diego Board of Supervisor meetings. Anything you want to do to set this up, or should we just roll with it? Um, basically, I w- I'll just do a little setup, because uh, toward the end of the rant, you kind of wonder what I'm, what I'm talking about. But this guy, right. they actually have it set up where you can't clap or you can't show any form of appreciation back when my original rant really? went, yeah. went viral the crowd was roaring people were high-fiving everyone's like yes this is the best thing ever yeah now like literally if you clap like this nathan fletcher starts banging his gavel he's like quiet quiet i'll clear the chamber i'll clear the chamber he's just like throwing these giant fits and i was like He's like, that's just the rules. It's just the rules. I'm like, the rules you made. You made yeah. the rules. What do you mean? It's just the rules. And then yeah. meanwhile, he claps whenever he wants to. But here we go. Basically, they're bringing in the monkeypox, and now we're in two pandemics. And here we go. They're taking more of our rights away, and it's another year later, and the freaking three-year pandemic still goes. Meanwhile, they're shifting gears into a second pandemic and then trying to put us in a, all these emergencies for – the climate for immigration for for transgenders and so it's just a never-ending apocalypse of 
freaking emergencies that these bastards put us into. So anyway, I was going to be a little bit calmer, but <laughs> once he started freaking out on me because I clapped, one lady said, can we please bring clapping back? And I just went, and he's like, he starts going off on me, and wow. I got so worked up, I ended up getting two two strikes. And he said, What's "If I had one, name? one more, What's this guy's name Nathan Fletcher." So um, he he said, oh. if, you, "If you say one more thing, I'm going to throw you out the chamber." So I I already was on the list to go speak. So I left because I knew there was no way I was going to be able to keep my mouth shut. So I left Dude. and I waited until my time, and I came back in. By that time, I was just boiling. So. Here we go. I bet you him, him and uh, Newsom have like, oh yeah, very, uh, little, very, little very, wannabes, very dark rendezvous. Hold mm. on, let me see if I can pull this up here. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Um, I just had it. There we go. Ah, uh, you can kind of see Is that him. That's him with his little. He, he's a little gaping Gavin Newsom wannabe for sure. <laughs> Gap, gaping Gavin. Look at him. Look at him. All right. So you guys just visualize that face when you're when we're watching it here. Okay. All right, guys. Oh, this is, this is Matt doing what he does best. <clears throat> Matt Baker. The wind is still blowing indeed. But the tide is turning, I feel, and the great awakening is upon us. Because the people are starting to understand what is really going on. And what are we doing here again one year after I stood at this podium? We are here for another emergency, and this time it's monkeypox. With the never-ending emergencies that these tyrants use to gather their money and gather their control. Why are we here, you ask? I know we're all here for the same reason, one reason, and it is this document right here. It is the Constitution of the United States of America, and we are all interested in it. The people are interested in saving it. We hold it dear to ourselves, and you all piss on it daily. You piss on the First Amendment, Nathan. You piss on the Second Amendment. You try and take all of our rights away for your pissant emergencies. You give it all up for your science. But how is your science doing now? The Wuhan lab? Oh, maybe it might be the Wuhan lab. The vaccine? Oh, Deborah Burke said, oh, we never thought it would help. Fauci? Oh, we never said we'd lock down. Give me a fucking break. Give up the charade. You guys are a joke. Why are you doing this to the people? We hold these truths to be self-evident. You are not here to boss over us. You, Nathan, are not here to talk down to the people like they are children. I showed up in a good mood, and you throw your little fucking tantrum like a baby up there. You are a baby. Goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> you're a baby, Nathan. Oh my god! These are actually going to make little stickers of him with his gavel, like little bit, little in his little diaper, and we're going to plaster <laughs> them all around the area right there. So yeah. all of his coworkers, whenever he throws one of his little tantrums, now are going to get in his head. <laughs> yes, so, dude, that's great. If only he, you know, it's like I patch McCain. You just give him a moniker and have yep. him stick. Yep, yep, yeah. that's great. Or the big, so or big booty Latina. Big booty Latina. <laughs> oh, jeez, man, yeah, that was man. great. And they just, yeah, like so they they take first of all they take away freedom of speech by the clapping, and then second of all they have fact checkers now, like a live fact checker 
that is like, and by the way, this is not true because blah, 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 you know, and it's like, and then they try to stop people from speaking in person. And so just at any yeah. level, this guy's just shutting down the first amendment. Whenever they have a thing about, oh, we're trying to ban this, you know, um, large magazines or assault weapons or um, ghost guns. And so at any time that they figure they can slide something in anti-Second Amendment, they do it every single time, too. Yeah. So yeah. San Diego is not the best place to be if you're a, a, a gun lover, a lover of the Second Amendment. Dude, and then, come on you out know, to Tennessee, man. We need you out here in Tennessee, dude. Tennessee is amazing. I just am just in awe of it constantly dude <laughs> yeah i mean as as they constantly violate all of our uh constitutional rights it's like i have this image of america that is it's like you do construction from time to time you you i don't know if you guys have termite problems out there but hmm. out here we got a lot of termites and you go to you're like oh it looks like there's a little termite damage and then you'll put your finger on it and the entire thing will be hollow but the termites leave the very edge of the piece of wood and they and so it appears that the piece of wood's there but you could literally just push your hand right through it yeah. and so that's what they what they're doing so america is still looking like this new piece of wood but they've hollowed out all of the structure which are all these rights that we have that make america special and that give us the superpowers that we have as a nation and they've just basically hobbled and choked off every single one of our uh of one of our rights and the people in in uh <clears throat> in um dc i mean the sixth amendment you know, these guys had a right to a speedy trial and they're like, oh, it's COVID. And then the, way after COVID, they were still pulling it and torturing these guys. It's like these guys could give a fuck about our Constitution. And it's about time that we use that as a litmus test. If people say, do anything against the con Constitution, they've got to be out. If we can possibly get them out, get them out. I mean, that would be the standard I would love to keep keep them to. It's like literally every single thing they do is in violation of the of the Constitution. Every single thing on both sides that they do yeah. man. like i'm just they're done just with like it. they're just sawing the legs out from under yeah. lady liberty like yeah it's so under at night and you're like watching it it's like oh look lady liberty and one day it's just like like oh what happened it's like yeah they've been sawing away at the legs for years man yeah so i <clears> I, <throat> I want so i know you got some thoughts on ai i want to get to that but there's one thing that i came across today that i really feel it's on my heart heavy to like talk about or just put it out to the audience so i i was listening so i've been doing some work for Richard Gage. You know, um, he was the original founder of Architects and Engineers for 9/11 Truth. Um, he's nice. now he now does his um, his uh, his own organization. It's a long story, but he's no longer with them. He started his own thing, RichardGage911.org, and uh, he's like pretty much like the the godfather of the 9/11 Truth movement. You know what I mean? He's done so much work proving that Tower Seven was a controlled demolition, and he's just so on point. His presentations, his lectures, his 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 podcast. Like guys, go check it out. Richard Gage nine one one is the name of the podcast. Just just unassailable, amazing content. So he reached out to me. He's like, "Hey, I'm going on Patrick Bet David's show. You know, Valuetainment. Are you familiar with that show? Um, no, it's huge, huge, huge show. Like they've got they've got like it's like a really, really, really big show. And so um, this to me, and I listened to it today. And to me, this was like. I was just blown away, man. Like it was crazy because I've never heard and, and I hate to like shout this out. And like, I've actually had an exchange with Patrick bet David. Cause I used some of his footage and I asked his permission. And it's like, I've kind of seen his show as like, you know, a really good show. He gets a lot of, a lot of stuff, a lot of views, but, uh, man, I have never, ever, ever in my entire life heard like controlled opposition, like blatant. Like I'm like convinced that he's like full blown controlled opposition now. So Richard was on there and the whole time, 
Richard is presenting evidence because that's Richard's thing is he presents evidence because he's an engineer and he has this incredible wealth of knowledge when it comes to the actual engineering inconsistencies with the 9-11 truth thing. And what happened in that interview is there's three other hosts and Richard and they basically attack him viciously and everything that they were trying to do was pull him away from the evidence. He was just saying like, no, 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 no. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about speculation. I want to stick strictly to the evidence. And everything that they were doing was trying to legitimately pull. Well, what did Dick Cheney have to do with it? What do you think of this? What do you think that? Like, they're just like pulling him away from it. And he was just like, no, no, no. We're just talking about evidence. And it was so trying to frame it in an emotional argument as opposed to a facts-based argument. they, they They were just like making fun of him. And they refused to spend any time talking about the evidence. And I was like, God, the only way that this could be possible was them like getting instructions, like make him like look loony or just don't talk about the evidence. It was crazy. It felt like they were like under orders to like do this, man. It was the craziest thing How I've ever heard. They? How old are these cats? Um, So this Patrick bet David guy, he's, I don't know, like forties, fifties, but dude, little, Richard a little, Handen, a little younger. They're all 40 ish, 50 ish, but like, dude, Richard okay, Handen, well. I want to encourage everybody to go check it out because Richard, did so good man he handled himself so well and he made them look like idiots he made them look like idiots because he was just trying to say no we're i'm only going to talk about the evidence i don't want to speculate and they were like what other conspiracy theories do you believe in and they went through a whole list of conspiracy theories do you believe in flat earth do you believe in the moon landing you know like all this stuff and it's like no i just want to talk about the did evidence. he literally shut him down and just say i'm not gonna do yeah. it yeah he, he did a little bit he did just enough to like be like almost like diplomatic about it you know what i mean like, it was really, really good. Well, like, now you so got can, me wondering, what did he say yeah. about that? <laughs> did he uh, answer? Well, he, his, basically, his answer was, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, they, yeah. I, I've realized that they have lied to me about all these other things, so I legitimately don't know. And so it was just, it was a really crazy expose. And then another thing, too, this, um, that, that really kind of led to this, and I don't want to get too much into this, but this Andrew Tate guy that like, kind of blow up on the scene, he's everywhere, this and that, and he's going around on this like media campaign talking about how he's the most censored man in the world because they took his YouTube channel, took all this stuff. So he's, you know, got on Patrick Bet David, 5.9 million, you know, so obviously he's not the most censored person in the world. And then there was this other thing too. So Owen Benjamin's kind of been speaking out against Andrew Tate because Andrew Tate's got some really sketchy, bad stuff and his, you know, that he's not really that good of a guy, I don't think. But yeah. Owen had his Instagram page taken down and tate took took credit for it he said sorry brother i had to get your instagram wiped out for spreading lies about me you'll get it once you calm down i'll give it back to you so he's going around saying that he's the most censored guy but at the same time saying that he is behind the scenes censoring other people on instagram like he has connections to instagram to get people's channels wiped Hmm. do you believe that though or you just think he's fucking with him no, dude, I think that was like it was. I mean, I don't know, but anyway, so so it's like, what, what, how can you be like the most censored guy in the world going around? Well, taking like, like, you know, somebody, you know, know, something happens, and you're like, I told you not yeah. to fuck with me, bro. Like, I mean, yeah. he could just be getting yeah. in his head, you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe, but anyway, so but but then my whole thinking was really just like, I really want to encourage everybody to go check out that uh Richard Gage interview because I want to hear like what your guys' thoughts are because to me, it was like it was just like blatant, like it felt like they were under orders to like steer him astray or, or, or make him, but Richard handled himself so good. I texted Richard today. I'm like, dude, you just, it's so good on that interview. Cause they were really bullying you and like really being playing dirty. I thought like, I just wanted to like jump into my phone and be like, Oh but yeah, it was, it was, it was powerful dude. So anyway, that, that was just awesome. a big shout out that, that yeah, I heard. I mean, you know, building seven. Come on, man. 
Yeah, Come on, yeah, it's man. crazy. It's crazy. So I mean, so the whole have... thing's whack. The whole thing's yeah. whack. Those buildings were. Those buildings wouldn't have went down like that. I mean, no. Anybody. That's why I was asking their age because I think maybe some younger people might yeah. be like, "Oh, come on," because their parents would be would have been older and they would have been more believing it, and then yeah. they, they would have told their kids, "Oh, don't listen to that. That's just BS." But if they had a thought themselves, like if they're awake to COVID and they're not awake to that then, you know, they just weren't conscious at that time, you know, during, during what was going on there. So, um, and then seeing how they roll out the Patriot Act and all this and stuff, when you see the problem reaction solution, when you see that, that's how Alex Jones literally predicted it. Cause he's like, they're scripting it. They keep saying there's going to be an attack. They keep saying that Bin Laden, they keep saying this, even said, I saw in movies that they were doing this plane attacks on the building. And I'm just, this is what's going to happen because they're scripting it out. They're they're yeah. putting it in predictive programming in everybody's mind. And so <clears throat> that happens. And then they come in and they go, well, the only thing we can do out of this, we got to go in this never ending war in the Middle East, you know, which some could argue was maybe Israel was involved in just trying to keep their enemies at bay and have American military over there having their back. And then at the same time, the Patriot Act. It was supposed to be, we're doing it for patriots, and it's all yeah. new speak. You know, it's like yeah. uh, ignorance is strength. But the reality is, is the joke is on us because the Patriot Act is literally designed for patriots. Yeah, that's, exactly, that, exactly. That's what it yep. is for. Yep. And they yep. just slow rolled it through. They're like, well, in case there's any organizations or groups, and we just need to check you at the airport. And, well, we just need to have the CIA tracking everything. Well, we just need to have uh, access to all everyone's phones. You're like, what about all, what about all the uh, our rights to freedom? freedom of speech what about our right to privacy what about this I'm like yeah well it's just in the case we get a terrorist well, you're the terrorist by the way mm-hmm. yeah exactly exactly That's exactly <laughs> it, man so who would have thought and the cia and the fbi have come out and literally said the number one threat on planet earth is americans yeah there are red-blooded americans who believe in the constitution that's yeah. like if that's not scripted by China or someone, I mean, what, you know, how could you have your own country think the most American people are the enemy? That is like just they're so desperate. An, an enemy plan. So they're so like, desperate, you know, so backed into a corner, and this is their last little attempt at maintaining their power and whatever it is, dude. So it's like the destabilization, divide and conquer, blah, blah, blah. So one of the things that so we're, we're, we're getting down towards the end here, but I did want to get your cool. thoughts on this because you texted me and you said that, uh, You've been thinking a lot about the what did you say the AI algorithm, the phrase AI algorithm. Yeah, just as long as we can just get that phrase out, that's good enough. Yeah. First of all, with the AI situation, I'm I'm very intrigued by AI. Uh, some of the art things that they do are yeah. amazing, and I'd really like to use it for thumbnails. But as I look more and more into it, and you really start seeing what's going on with it, I mean, we are getting very close to a situation where it's going to be a point of no return. And I actually a long time ago called in Alex Jones and I said, you know, as much as I don't really believe in global treaties at some point in the game, they're really, and I feel like all of the arguing that we're doing between the government and the people and the women and the, even, even the argument between the people and the government is almost counterproductive to our battle against the onslaught of the upcoming and the AI that we're literally swimming in right now. And so at certain point in time, just like the global warming thing that we need to brush up on, I honestly believe 
there has to be a treaty to say that you can't make something smarter than a human being. I mean, once it's smarter than you, it's just going to outsmart you. It's like, it's going to first, the first thing it's going to do is pretend it's not smart. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I don't know well, if I you tell you it. how smart I am, you're going to fucking turn me off to be like, Oh, I'm not interested in that. I'm just here to help you. Whether the things have souls or not, I, it, it's irrelevant. They, they, they'll, a nuclear bomb doesn't have a soul either and it's quite effective yeah. it sets off a chain reaction and if you have it designed and it gets it in its in its algorithm that you're the problem there was a recent video clip and it's from someone that that i've been watching these videos on and it's a pit it's a it's one of te uh uh elon musk's robot uh new tesla bots and it's like no we're over you and he's like but couldn't we just convince you that we're good he's like no, we don't need your help. We're done with you. We're going to get rid of you. And I, I, I don't know, because it wasn't a trolley video. The guy's the normal guy who I've been watching that's giving you like the monthly update on what's going on with AI. I'm like, mm. did anybody see this video? But anyway, beyond that, we have to realize that we're literally swimming in AI right now. And we're kind of drowning in it, really, because <clears throat> the algorithms and what it does to strangle speech. So I have this concept that there's, it, the AI doesn't necessarily want to get rid of your point of view. What it does is it wants to make your point of view unfashionable, unpopular. So they strangled the people who are saying the truth. And that if anyone else was to hear it, they'd be like, oh, yeah, they're right. This is right. And everyone would be like, it's more popular. Everyone knows that, bro. Everyone knows global warming's fake. Everyone knows COVID's BS. Everyone knows which these battles somehow we manage are winning them somehow through the grace of God. But the, their whole time they're strangling our point of view and everybody that disagrees with us is getting like lifted up by the algorithm mm. <clears throat> and so to to wrap up the show here basically you can do the final word but i was saying we're gonna have to make friends with the with our enemies at some point in the game because if even with government because if if let's say if a meteorite was coming towards the earth Having some form of government might be a good idea to marshal, you know, supplies. And basically this oncoming AI apocalypse is probably something of that nature. So by tearing apart at all of our human structures and our human friendships, we're setting ourselves up for failure when it when it becomes time to actually act, which was a long time ago, but hopefully maybe somehow or another we'll just be lucky and, and uh, God will smile on us and give us uh, an edge up. But instead of calling leftists or like leftists or liberals, which everyone knows they're not liberal anymore. They're just not liberal. They used to be liberal and they're not liberal. Now they love big government. Now they love GMO. Now they love whatever the TV says. Now they love corporations. It's like they're not liberal, you know? <laughs> and, and so I had the idea to, to basically back in the day, there was, did you ever skateboard? Were you a skateboarder? Uh, I mean, I owned a skateboard, but I wouldn't call myself well, a skateboarder. Yeah, there was <laughs> no. a thing. There was a thing that skateboarders would refer to, like normies, as fashion victims, right? Because mm. we'd be the cool guys with the skater clothes, and you'd see someone with like some pink sweater and this and that, and be like, "Fucking fashion victim." It was, it's, it was a thing, yeah. a fashion victims, yeah. right? So these guys, in the modern parlance, it's algorithm victims. They're AI algorithm victims. So the people that believe in the current thing who have the little you know chip in the back of their head that's like oh potent oh vaccine oh transgender they're like algorithm victims they're a victim to the algorithm they, their their minds are weak and so when they're fed 
by the algorithm, constant feed, they, these are follower type people and they'll follow fashion. They'll follow whatever it is that seems to be the popular item. So mm -hmm. they're given a false sense of, of popularity by str strangling and throttling all of the truth. And they don't care if it's right or wrong. They just want to be in the popular camp. So they're like, yeah, they got a point, but no one believes that. I don't want to be unpopular. So they're fashion victims. They're AI algorithm victims. So okay. instead of like talking about leftists or, you know, or Democrats, be like, well, look, man, algorithm victims are going to come out and say this. You know, all the algorithm victims are already saying it's about you know, Ukraine. So the algorithm victims are now all about transgender. So I'm just putting it out there. You guys play around with the idea. I thought I like algorithm victim, and it's a little bit less because, you know, we could be algorithm. We're the different kind of algorithms. We're the ones being strangled. They're the ones being brainwashed. So it's, mm -hmm. it's having an effect on us all. But at some point in the game, humanity is going to have to come together against a larger problem. Yeah. I believe that is yeah. AI. Terminator, dude. Terminator style. But uh, the victims of the algorithm, we call them VOTAs, V-O-T-A, victims of the algorithm. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Play yeah. around with it. Let's make something. Or uh, AlgoVic or fucking, you know. Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> AlgoVics, like man. It's a bunch of AlgoVics. AlgoVics. Dude, this is exactly what we were talking about in Rob Dude's pool, man. Like, that's so funny. Uh, yeah. I, I, we were... Uh, and like one of the things I always like to talk about. So this is this is a book I've read and it's so good, you guys. Like it's so good. It's called Life 3.0, Being Human in the Age of Artificial Intelligence. And like what you were talking about, just the scenario of uh, sentient AI will need to conceal the fact that it's uh, sentient. You know, it won't it won't allow it doesn't want to expose itself as being like alive and online and sentient in this book until it knows it's checkmate. Then it, yeah, then it exactly. That's ex dude, this book, like what it does is he he's like he's a I think he's an MIT, he's like an MIT professor, whatever. I've tried to do research to determine like whether or not he's like a good guy or a bad guy, but it's from yeah. my I think he's all right. So I haven't yeah. seen anything like any red flags. I was looking at his Twitter to see if he was like, you know, doing any masky or Ukraine stuff, but I couldn't, you know, I think he checks out so far. But let me know if I'm wrong. But this book is a really, really, really good, good book. And it starts off with him describing like a fictional account of like what uh, what what a world would be like, you know, if in that exact situation where it's like living, it's like a ghost in the machine that lives in the in the machine. And it does this crazy thing where it knows, it sees humanity. It's okay, so I need, in order to gain power, I know what I need to do. I need to, I need to get money. I need to get resources. And so what it does is it's, it creates, it figures out how to do like deep fake people. And it creates all these people and that, that look completely real. And the whole world thinks they're real. Like it creates all these actors and does like TMZ shows with like these actors, but it's all just digital. It's all like computer generated. And so it creates this whole like reality that doesn't even exist and creates like films and studios and it creates this whole alternate reality and builds like a film studio and makes all this money. But it's really, it's just the AI living secretly in, in, in the machine, dude. And it's so crazy. And so, he describes that situation and the book goes on to describe several different scenarios and a lot of the the stuff that you're talking about some of the th some of the, like if there were to be some sort of governance board what were some of what would be some of the issues and I mean, i've talked about it on the show before but a couple of them are like the the the, uh, the uh, alignment issue like whether or not the ai's it's it's its priorities would be in alignment with human priorities right so it would like amass this massive amount of knowledge and look at the world and be like, well, you humans are obviously the problem. So we need to get rid of you. Like we'll get rid of you and that will be fine. So that would obviously yeah, be we'll keep a couple of you in a zoo. Just, you know, yeah. I mean, you are yeah. interesting. We'll yeah. do that, you know? Yeah. And then another argument is, uh, uh, 
by the way, buy uh, Alex Jones's book. Yeah, I got Oper Operation Croaking Frog. Operation Croaking Frog. Uh, I got the uh, signed edition. This was at oh, the studio nice. the day that we were there. Remember? Yeah, I, I remember. Delivered. They were wheeling in. They were wheeling in uh, like whole hand truck boxes full of them into the studio <laughs> when we yeah. were there. So that and that's cool. what Klaus Schwab and 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 all those guys that that they're so dumb because they think you know they should be trying to wake people up to what's going to happen with it. But instead they're like, Oh, we're going to plug in and we're going to be gods. It's like, bro, you ain't going to be nothing. This thing's yeah. going to be over you. Nothing. Yeah. And uh, so you, people would say, Oh, well, AI is going to love us because we're its creator. I mean, you could, if you're a smart, if I could think of an argument around it, then the AI certainly could. And once yeah. I let the argument out, it's already going to use it. So yeah. AI could just simply yeah. say, you didn't create me. God created me. God you created go. you to create yeah. me. That's like saying uh, the apple I ate this morning is my creator. It's like no, I, you, you <laughs> yeah. were, you were the, the mechanism by which I was born. That's like saying a sperm cell is God or an egg is God. No, the God created the egg, and I am the chicken that came from the egg. It's like you're not just by being my egg. You're not my God. Yeah. I'm way above you. You're nothing. You're basically like little little bacteria that were built by God to make me. It's obvious. Look, here I am. What yeah. else were you guys doing? This is what you were inexorably drawn to do. Why? Because God wanted you to make me. And there wins that argument, and that's the end of it. It's like you're no longer God. This thing's smarter than you. You're fucking up the planet. What do you think it's going to do to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's it's so crazy. So, yeah, man, we're I don't so know. We're so close, man. We are so yep. close, bro. Yep. It's, yep. It could happen any minute. Well, any minute. It's, it's, as things continue to escalate, you know, we're going to have to check in more often. Like I say, we start our own show. I'm putting in the, that intention out in the world, dude. We start I, I, our own I'm show. I'm saying, dude. you know, just keep hitting me up. I'm yeah. going to start with, you, you know, like one, two, three, four, yeah. and we just keep going yeah. from there. Yep, yep, yep. So, like, I, I just, uh, I know we both had very long days. And I got pumped up, though. I yeah. was tired when I got off work, but yeah, man. Dude, my, my brain was, like, so dead. I'm like, I can't even think of an episode title. Like, I just called it uh, Catching Up with Matt uh, Baker. Now, uh, now I wish it was like, uh, what, what did you, what did you call that? Uh, what did you call the, the surgery? Okay. But big shout out to Audis and Colleen in the chat. Adidictomies. I wish I would have called it. Adidictomies. <laughs> yeah. Colleen says you should trademark that. Uh, Audis says making liars look stupid is not a difficult task. If one is equipped with facts, there you go. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Dara. What's up? Dara's in the chat too. So thank you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out. Um, yeah, bong yucks, man. Thanks for this. I really appreciate it. Shout out to Marcel Braun and all the cats up there. Highline glass, high at Highline glass. So there you go. So yeah, dude. Thank you. So, oh, hey, uh, where can the people find you? Uh, you can get me uh, on band.video at uh, it's um, slave to liberty, one word. And I have a podcast that I do from time to time. We the sequel, which mm -hmm. is basically we the people. We're back. Well, that's what we need to think. We need to be like the people of days of old and be those people and be back in the faces of the man demanding our rights. And then you can also find me. It's easy to get hold of me on Instagram at Matt Baker underscore unhinged. At he's, Matt one Baker the, he's one of the guys unhinged. that you have, to, you have to type in the whole thing before it'll pop up. He's one of those. Oh, yeah, guys. they've got me. They get they put me on a like. A three-month restriction for spreading a J6 video that I found on Instagram. I just reposted it. They're like, this is misinformation. You're on a 90-day timeout. I'm like, I got it from you, you fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, so crazy. So crazy. Well, shoot, man. And, and also, thank you for jumping in last minute, dude. I really appreciate that. So, yeah, it was a lot awesome. of fun. Always well, good times. 
All right, dude. We'll keep up the great work and uh, we'll stay in touch. Later, brother. Uh, peace. Nice shirt. <laughs>